Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Hello and welcome to Sefer Bamidbar. We're in Parsha's Bamidbar. And the Ramban starts off with a little introduction to each of the Chumashim. And here he says an interesting thing that this Sefer of Bamidbar is mostly mitzvah shah. It's temporary mitzvahs uh, that only applied at the time when the Jews were in the Midbar. So why is it relevant to us if that's true? And the answer is that it reminds us of a Nisan that happened, and that we always have to tell over for all generations, that a lot of these mitzvahs came in order to remind the Jews of all the great things that they happened. And this Sefer doesn't have that many mitzvahs that are uh, apply Lodoros. Very, very few, in fact, like a couple of the Karbanos. Um, but that's it. But the main thing is to teach us a lesson that the Jews were in the Midbar, and they learned a lot of lessons about serving Hashem, about getting close to Hashem, and most importantly, giving Hakar Satov to Hashem, which is what it's all about. So moving on, we're in Perak Aleph, Pasuk Gimel. So it says, Tifkadu <clears> Osam, <throat> you have to count the Jewish people. Ramban tells us, the famous shot in this Pasuk, that one is not supposed to count the Jewish people unnecessarily. And that's why it says, Tifkadu Osam, you should redeem them, because you're actually not supposed to count them directly, but rather you should use Shkalem, so you're not counting them directly. And we always have the expression of, don't count your blessings. There's this idea of not counting for unnecessarily. But then the Ramban says, well, what was the sin that David did? It says that he made a mistake and he counted the Jewish people. How could David not know this Pasuk of a Torah that says you're not supposed to count them? And Yoav, his, his general, who was in charge of the process, why didn't he change it to Shkalem? And so the Ramban says that's not what David did wrong. What David did wrong there was however he counted them, whether it was directly or with Shkalem, it was that it was not necessary to count them then. And they weren't going out to war, and they weren't uh, dividing anything, and rather he was just rejoicing over the fact that he was the king over a large nation. Now, this is not to say that it was done because of ego. David's purpose in his 40-year reign as king of the Jews from age 30 until 70 when he died was to bring out Kavach And of course, there was that large uh, um, goal and everything that he did, building the base of Migdash, etc. But the idea was that at this time, there was no real justification. And therefore, since he fooled around with that, he was punished. And the Radak says the exact same thing, that he actually took Kesef or some type of shekel. But the point was that it was unnecessary to count them. And that was the sin. And we, we should be careful. You know, the Minag is to count people, Shia Samacha, and not to actually count uh, them by person, and these are old men hugging of Kalyestral, which have a lot of significance. Perak Alf Pasak Lamad Bays. So the Ramban points out that sometimes it talks about Yosef in context with Ephraim, and sometimes it talks about him in the context of Menashe. So, for example, in this parsha where it's talking about the Degalim, it says Levne Yosef, Levne Ephraim. So Ephraim is connected to Yosef. Why is that? And the Ramban says that. Ya- Yaakov blessed Ephraim that he would be the Bechar. And so, even though Menashe was the birth order Bechar, but Ephraim had the status of Bechar. And therefore, he was giving the Pasuk here, specifically calls Ephraim after Yosef, to show that they were both the firstborns. Yosef was the firstborn of Rachel, and Ephraim had the halachic status. However, says the Ramban, there's another thing. And that is that um, when the Meraglim spied the land, so there it says Ephraim first, but it only says Yosef's name by Menashe. It says, Lamate Yosef, Lamate Menashe. And he says, the, the pshat is, 
because Yosef brought Diba on his brothers. He was a Motsi Diba. And so, therefore, it's hinting to the fact that the Shevet of Menashe was one of the failed Miraglim that came back and actually spoke Lashon Hara, just like Yosef was Motsi Diba on his brothers. But from Ephraim, we know that Yeshua came from that nation. And so, therefore, there's no uh, Yichus to Yosef at that exact moment. Or perhaps that was a Tikkun for Yosef at that exact moment. All right, then we have uh, Perak Aleph, Pasuk Memhei. So the Ramban says that I don't understand why the Moshe and Aaron were commanded to count the Jews here. And says the Ramban, it's a lesson. It's trying to teach us that, look, you guys, you finally have gotten out of Egypt. You've gotten a Torah. You're in the Midbar. We've built a Mishkan. Look how far we've come. We started with 70, na- 70 nefashos that came down to Mitzrayim with Yaakov. And now you guys are so, so large. And so it's stressing, once again, like the Ramban said, as an Akdama, all that Hashem has done for us. And a person should always take a moment to thank Hashem and recognize how far Hashem has taken him. Perak Beis, Pasuk Beis. So we have the, the Gullim. The Jewish people wanted to have a formation. Of course, the psychological point of the formation is that it tells us each person has their own spot of where they belong. And the Ramban and other Rishonim divide this up as well. He explains a very fascinating thing that the four directions, uh, the four do, uh, the four divisions of the Degalim are four different ideas. And that is Yehuda was the leader of the first Degal, and he was the Melech. He was like the king of the Jewish people. And then Yisachar, he's the Baal HaTorah. Yisachar is the one that uh, learns Torah and carries the nation with his Torah study. And Ruvain is the Baal Tshuva. He's the one that was Bilbal Yitzue Aviv. And uh, he teaches us that a person could always repent. And Gud is Baal Gevura. And um, Gud is the one that has strength. Now, where does he get this from? Because Gud's name is Gedud, the legions of the army. And so there's strength. And so we see it's important to have all four of these traits. A person should have leadership skills. A person should have Torah skills. A person should always be able to repent. And a person should always have strength ready to fight for Hashem. And finally... Once again, the Ramban in Perak Gimel, Pasagid Dalid, says, He has a question. Why is it that Shevet Levi was so small? Here these are the Avadim and the Chazdeah, the Chasidim of Hashem, Beruche Hashem, the blessed nation. Yeah, they are the smallest when you look at their numbers. And so says the Ramban, based on Chazal, that they weren't in the Shibut of Mitzrayim and the Avodas Perach. Yosef had set aside the Levites as holy throughout the entire Egypt for the Egyptians as well, in order to help plan to allow for the Levite, Shevet Levi, to still continue learning Torah. So they had a tremendous mission to carry Kalayashal. We see that Amram was the leader. He came from Levi. And we see that Moshe uh, and Aaron were the leaders of the Jewish people. And Moshe, like Rashi tells us in Chumash, walked around freely because he was from Shevet Levi. He was clergy. But nevertheless, they weren't in as much pain as the rest of the Jewish people. And therefore, Shevet Levi did not get the blessing of Pru Revu as much as all the other Jewish people. And therefore, that's why they are so small even now in when the Torah counts on Bamidbar much, much later. And again, we see that, of course, no one asked for Nisyonos, but some of the most productive people and some of the most productive moments of a person's life is in their most challenging moments as well. In their hardest, back-breaking, challenging times, that's when people grow the most. 
Uh, the Ramban also suggests that perhaps it was because of the Mikas Hazakain from the anger of the elder. Yaakov's bracha to Levi was also a scathing bracha. But then there's a discussion about why that wouldn't, um, what's it called, apply to Shimon as well, which the Ramban himself discusses that. Um, but either way, the point is that because they weren't in the full brunt of the Shibud, because ultimately they did have more freedoms and more uh, freedom than the rest of the Jewish people, therefore they did not get the blessing to be as fruitful and to multiply as much as the rest of the nation. Just a fascinating idea when a person's going through a challenging time, of course, we always ask Hashem not to test us. We don't want tests and we want to be able to serve Hashem, but just to recognize that, that sometimes the most fruitful things in our life comes in the most difficult of all situations. Hashem should give us strength to serve Him and to do what's right at all times, despite any challenges we're going through. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.